Hey, this is Sarah Marie, and you're listening to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Here, we study the Word of God in an effort to get to know Him more deeply so we can worship Him more authentically. God bless everyone. I am excited to share with you today part two of the Are You Battle Ready Bible study series on the Apostle Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Today, we're going to dissect the spiritual truths found in Ephesians chapter two and three, and we are going to be once again reminded of who we are in Christ. To recap last week's episode, before we can wage war, we need to know who we are in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 says that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing sealed and authorized by the Holy Spirit and that we are carriers of his power and his glory. Hallelujah. But it doesn't stop there. Ephesians chapter 2 and 3 provide even more descriptions of who we are as believers in Jesus Christ. And as we go through these two chapters today, we are going to summarize these verses into several I am statements. I want you to be reminded of your value, of your purpose, and to be fully convinced of the exceedingly great power that is able to work through you in the name of Jesus. So the first one is, I am alive in Jesus Christ. Say it with me. I am alive in Jesus Christ. Let's start reading in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 7. And it says, And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, don't you love those statements? But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. So as a believer, I am alive again in Christ. I am saved by grace. I am loved. And I am seated with Christ. That means that I share in the present day works of his kingdom power. I am his kingdom agent. And not only all of those truths, but these verses also tell us who we are no longer, who I am not. I am not someone who walks according to the world. I am not someone who conducts myself in the lust of the flesh. 
I am not a child of disobedience. I am not a child of wrath. I am no longer dead in my sin, but I have been made alive together with Christ and saved by the amazing grace of God. Next, I am his workmanship. Say it. I am his workmanship. Let's keep reading in verse 8. It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And that was Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. You see, the value of a masterpiece is measured by the price a buyer is willing to pay for it. Jesus, he paid it all for me. He paid it all for you. God has begun the masterful work in my life and will complete his plan for my life. Therefore, we can say, I am his workmanship. I am a priceless masterpiece. I am created for a purpose. I am created to do good. I am fully submitted to the divine artist. Next, I want you to declare, I am found and full of hope. I am found and full of hope. Ephesians 2, 11 through 13 say, Therefore, remember, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So we can now declare, I am brought near to the presence of God by the blood of Christ. I am no longer lost. I am no longer a stranger. I am found. I am no longer hopeless. I am hopeful. Through the grace of God, I have received life instead of death. I have received salvation instead of sin. And I have received eternal joy instead of hopelessness. We can now declare that we have access to reconciliation. We have access to reconciliation to God through the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. Thank you that we now have access to true peace. And through Jesus, I have access to the Father. And who's the father? He's Jehovah Shalom. He is the father of peace. He is the Lord, our peace. Next, I want you to remember and declare, I am a citizen of heaven. Ephesians 2, 19 to 22 says, Now therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, 
but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the spirit. Isn't this chapter just so amazing? Like the more I read it, there's just so much truth in here. We are no longer strangers. I am a citizen of heaven. Can you declare that with me today? I am a member of the family of God. I am built on the solid foundation of Jesus Christ, on that chief cornerstone. And I am the temple and dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. The dwelling place. It's where God dwells, abiding in us. So beautiful. Now jumping into Ephesians chapter 3. We're going to read 1 through 7. And it says, For this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I have briefly written already, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel, of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. Say, I am a fellow heir of God's promises. I have access to the revelations of the Holy Spirit. I have the benefit of knowing the mystery of Christ. We were not born in a time where things were hidden. We have been born into a time where we have the fullness of God, where we know everything. We've been given everything. I am a fellow heir of the promises of the gospel. And through his effective power, I am a distributor or a dispenser of God's grace and God's truth. Because we have been given the fullness of his truth. Because we live in a time where the mystery's been revealed. We can distribute his truth effectively. We know what happened. How it all played out. How the prophecies were fulfilled in Jesus. We have the word of God to tell us all the truth that we need to know. We have these letters from the Apostle Paul that we can use to guide our everyday living. And we have the prophecy of what is to come. We are heirs of God's promises. And we carry his truth. Let's continue to read in Ephesians 3, 8 through 13. 
because I want us to declare that I am bold and I'm confident in my faith. Can you say that again? I am bold and confident in my faith. Verse 8 says, To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. So our purpose, my purpose, your purpose is to boldly share what has been revealed to us through the spirit, what has been revealed to us through his word. We have free access to the father because of our bold and confident faith in Jesus. So we can say, you can say, I approach God with courage. And I approach God without reservation because I am confident in his power. Again, he said, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. This is who we are. Next, I am rooted and grounded in love. I am rooted and grounded in love. Ephesians 3, 14 to 19 says, For this reason, I bow my knees mm, to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. I need you to believe this with me. Say this, I am filled with the fullness of God. I am strengthened with might through the spirit. I am mighty because of his power in me. Christ dwells in my heart. I am rooted and grounded in love. I am loved beyond comprehension. Last couple verses. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus 
to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Woo! I know that's a favorite verse of many of us. So let's declare, through me, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than what I can even ask or think. I am a conduit of the exceedingly abundant power of God. Remember, I am a carrier of his power and glory. Declare today, say, I do not doubt God's mighty power at work within me. I am confident that God will outdo even my greatest desires when I allow his power to work through me. Isn't that so powerful? I am a conduit of the exceedingly abundant power of God. Now, Ephesians chapter two and three also reveal more about Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit, not just who we are, but also who they are. We are reminded that Jesus is the peacemaker. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. Jesus is my treasure. All of life's unsearchable riches are found in him. And Jesus dwells in me. He dwells in you. Also, Holy Spirit is the revealer of God's truth and purpose. Holy Spirit is also the empowerer, strengthening us by God's power. So again, I say, Before we can wage war, before we are battle ready, we need to know who we are in Christ. I want you to reread these chapters, say these I am statements on a daily basis to remind your heart of your great purpose in him. Write them on post-it notes or index cards and leave them in places where you will frequently see them. Surround yourself with truth and watch as your roots grow deeper in faith. Now that we know how to stand in our firm position, let's learn how to walk. Join me next week as we continue to study Ephesians. As a reminder, this Bible study is available as a four-part PDF download on my online learning portal called The Workshop. To download this study with all of the notes and scripture references, please go to www.soulofworship.com forward slash workshop and join our community. The link is also in the show notes. Are you walking through a season of barrenness? Do you need to stir up spiritual growth in your life? In worship, are you making a sound? Author Sarah Marie Popolo shares praise and worship that will transform your walk with the Lord. You'll gain new insight into the powerful tool God has given you in worship. Walk through this 12-week Bible study and learn how to use your voice to declare God's promises over your life and watch your desert flourish into a garden of praise and triumph. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv. All right, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to follow the Soul of Worship Ministry on Instagram and Facebook and join the email newsletter so you never miss out on new Bible study resources and live Bible study and worship events. 
Find it all on www.soulofworship.com. Until next time, keep on praising.